Hey folks, Sean here, and I'm back recording a number of different product-related episodes. I'm going to cover a bunch of topics, and in today's episode, what I want to talk with you about is a problem I see way too frequently, and something that I fell into earlier in my career as well, too. And that's the trap that I refer to as building solutions to problems that don't exist. The story that I'm going to use today and the product that I'm going to pick on is the Amazon Alexa. So you may or may not have seen recently that news has been coming out about Amazon Alexa and its failed attempt to ultimately become a sustainable product and business as well too. And there's a multitude of reasons for that, so I want to explore them. So the two critical mistakes that Amazon Alexa made first and foremost was that they had assumed that that product would be more useful than it ultimately is. And there's a bunch of articles out on the web. If you do some of this research, you'll find it yourself as well too where people are talking about really not knowing what to do with the Amazon Alexa, (laughs) which basically means that it's a failed product. So that's the most critical mistake, right? And that response is an obvious indication that it is a solution without a problem. So they've built a solution and now they're kind of looking for a problem. So the kind of how I've heard it referred to is a quote glorified clock radio. I read an article on Business Insider that talked quite a bit about (laughs) that take for Amazon Alexa. And side note here as well too, I have personally purchased one of these products actually relatively recently and I was excited about having access to it and using it because there was kind of a lot of hype surrounding it. But after the novelty worn off, I didn't really know what to do with it either. You know, And I'm one that invests in automation, even from the perspective of in the home and things like that. I just couldn't really get into a routine of using it. Now I'll give you some examples and this is where people A lot of people were complaining as well too and I see a bunch of hilarious content on the web about this kind of experience where people ask the Alexa for answers to questions and you know unlike digital shorts and a bunch of other format that is growing in popularity across the web Alexa will kind of drone on for a while about a response to something so whatever it is if you're trying to figure out you know how many ounces in a cup or whatever something like that instead of getting like a short answer Sometimes you will get the like history in terms of like where that system comes from. And not everyone is looking for that level of detail every time they have a question like that. So the experience as well is not really kind of what people were hoping it would live up to. So that caused a lot of issues as well too. But ultimately I would I would consider that to be the largest reason why the product is considered to be a failure. Is that it just didn't address it didn't have a job to be done. Right? It didn't address an obvious unmet need or something like that. And you can better understand that if you do a little bit more detail and research on the product and that it basically fell into that category where it was a passion project of Jeff Bezos. So whenever we see things like that, every almost every time I see something like that, it typically winds up being a failed product or a product that struggles because that means it didn't really come from research. It wasn't a data-driven decision to build that product. It was more of a pet project. And this is often referred to in the product world too. There's an acronym for it, for HIPPO. And that acronym stands for Bay's highest paid person's opinion. And in this case, that would be another example of where the Amazon Alexa fell into. Just because that's the highest paid person in the room doesn't mean that they have any type of intuition that someone else may not per se, in terms of being successful with a product. So. All of that experienced here in this project as well. Another critical mistake 
that I'll beat them up for as well too, is deciding to give the product away at cost. So they were selling the product at cost. And the reason why they did that was because they thought that the Amazon Alexa would drive greater sales through Amazon. Now that definitely did not happen. So that was another critical mistake here as well too. So it didn't do that. And because they sold it at cost, it's not a sustainable product because it's not generating a return for the business. As such, they really can't continue to offer it in the way that they have. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for the product to continue the way it is at the moment. So that's where it's kind of at at the moment. They're trying to figure out what the future direction of this product will be because people aren't using it and it's not generating a return for the business. So the users, it's not solving a user problem. It's not generating a return for those users in some way, shape and form. It's not offering them the kind of value that they were hoping. And it's not doing so for the business either. So all of those are critical mistakes terms of why I would consider the Amazon Alexa to be a failed product. So I want to talk for a minute about the lessons to take away from this besides the ones I just mentioned and what to do at your product company to make sure this doesn't happen to yours. Well, the biggest one would be to make sure you're making data-driven decisions, right? You're doing the research to find that job to be done, right? The Clayton Christensen School of Competing Against Luck. What is the job to be done here? Is there one, right? And the other way I like to refer to it is, what's the problem worth solving or the obvious unmet need, right? These are different ways to think of that framework. If you find an opportunity where there's a big problem and it's not being addressed by other options out and in the market, that may be an opportunity. But before you get to that, don't execute, don't build anything, don't write any code, don't build any products because you'll wind up the same situation the Amazon Alexa is at the moment. So anyway, that's the lesson to take away from this story here. I hope you found it valuable and I appreciate you listening. If you need any help with your own product company or specific product in general, feel free to reach out to me or let me know what it is that I can do to help. I've got a ton of great free content on my website and you can you can find all that at nextstep.io, nxtstep.io. And if you have just general product questions about whatever it might be, feel free to email me directly at sean at nextstep.io. And that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and looking forward to speaking to you again soon. Hey, folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.